Hey sis, welcome back to Black Girl Lots of Us. It's your girl Snobby and today, day. okay. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you courtesy of Dan Broderick, who's a fucking douche. If you have never seen Dirty John, check it out. It's on Netflix. Season two is about the Broderick family. It is about Betty and Dan Broderick and Dan's a dick. Dan's a dick to the umpteenth power. He manipulates this woman, honestly, from the very beginning of their relationship. And then, you know, when he gets on, um, he leaves her ass for a white girl, but she's also a white girl. <laughs> Point is, he leaves her for a younger version of basically her. Um, and he put her through the fucking ringer. He put her through the ringer. Like, honestly... I understood how he got there. I'm not saying what she did was right, but I fucking understood how we got there. So the scene that really kind of popped for me and was like, yo, I definitely need to do a I need to do a pod episode about this is when um one of the gentlemen in Dan Broderick's circle was talking about getting a divorce. Um, you know, at the club with the guys and he's just like, Oh, you know, I'm gonna leave what should I do? And they're all, you know, basically just telling him how to get his affairs in order and how to get prepared and how to get shit done. And the wife on the other end of that is um, not having similar conversations. Like the conversations are just very, very different. Uh, you know, there's just this romanticized conversation happening like, oh, you know, things will work out. You know, sometimes if you, if you leave, He'll realize he's, he can't live without you. Just all this, you know, telenovela bullshit. Instead of the women also trying to help the woman prep. So long story short, the shoe ends up on Betty Broderick's foot where she is now the one who's getting a divorce. And, you know, her husband has already absorbed all this information from the last time they were all sitting at the table helping his homeboy get a divorce. And so... He's playing the role. You know, also, he's a he's a doctor. He's a doctor by training, um, and he's an attorney. So, you know, he knows the rules. He knows how to manipulate the situation. And he is basically setting her up to take the fall and to basically not be eligible for anything. Like, he's moving money around. Money is not in accounts, you know, all just all type of shit. He's telling her he's going to pay for her lawyer because... Um, there's a rule, at least in the, in the jurisdiction that this happens in, there's a rule of law where if the spouse pays, you know, for the other spouse's um, attorney fees, they can get that back at the end of the settlement. Um, that money will be taken out of the, the community property or the marital property and be given back to the spouse that paid. So she's believing everything. Oh, he would never do this to me, you know. Even though we are going through a divorce, I don't even think the divorce is really going to happen. And anyway, he said he's going to handle it. He's going to take care of this. So even in the midst of this man leaving her, like, she knew he was cheating. She caught him cheating. And then he came out and said it. So even in the midst of all this, she's still trusting him to handle shit. She's still trusting him when he's saying, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get the court date pushed back. I know you, you need a new counsel or you need this or you need that. So I'll get it pushed back. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you this much and marital support. So, uh, whatever, you know, I'm doing this out of the kindness of my heart 
And then when push came to shove, cut cut her support down to where she could barely even fucking live. Um, definitely could not live the lifestyle she had become accustomed to, like not even remotely. So that got me to thinking about when I used to work at the bank, you know, more than once I had women. Um, and it was always women. I never had, I, I'm not saying it doesn't happen to men. I'm saying that's not my work experience. Um, when I worked for the bank, um, more than once I had women call in saying, hey, there's, you know, I went to the ATM and, and there's no money in my account. And I'm like, you know, this is a joint account. <laughs> the money was withdrawn. What? All the money? Yeah, all of this money was withdrawn, you know, and, and normally it's, it's, was very recent. I'm like, yeah, his money was withdrawn maybe like a week ago or X, Y, and Z ago. Were were you at this branch? Did you utilize this ATM? No, 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 I, that wasn't me. Okay, well then you should confer with your spouse because that's the only other name on this account. Um, and that's all the information I have for you. Oh my God, you know, we're getting a divorce or we're separated or X, Y, and Z. I can't believe he would take all of the money out. Believe it. Fucking believe it. Most divorces are not amicable. Unfortunately, that just is what it is. So let me just stop there and say this. If you are married or you are engaged, from the bottom of my fucking heart, and I mean this sincerely, sincerely, I hope that your marriage runs the test of time. I hope that you guys are able to get through and over any obstacles and any barriers and that you really can live together as man and wife till death do you part that being said understand that divorce lawyers don't exist in a void they exist because divorce is a real thing divorce is still high and this shit is still a real thing and you need to approach divorce with some seriousness you cannot romanticize divorce um i also want to offer in transparency that I am a single, never been married woman. I say that because the pick me women of the world love to, you know, if you don't know what a pick me is, first of all, a pick me is a woman who likes to say anything that'll make them seem more desirable to men, right? And pick me women love to say, oh, well, don't take advice from her because she's single. And? And then you have manipulative men that will say the same thing like, oh, don't take advice from, from her, she's single. So, fun fact, most women who are single are single by choice. There's, I don't know why there's, I don't even know where this came from, this concept that women that are single are single because nobody wants them, because that is bullshit. Nine times out of 10, the divorces are happening because your married ass husband came running after a single woman. Now, I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna hop in that part of my Louis Duffel today, but let's knock it off. Because I have just as many married friends as I have non married friends. And in both demographics I have just as many happy friends as I have unhappy friends. Utilize your common sense at all times. There are just certain people you can't take advice from and there are certain people that you can take advice from. I'm sure at this juncture, we're quite clear. I don't be giving y'all no bullshit. <laughs> if I'm telling you some shit, it's because I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Experience, work experience, life experience, shit I've seen. I am not talking to you out of the side of my ass. And I honestly don't want anybody to have to endure a divorce. However, I do not live in a fantasy land. P 
people are going to endure divorces. They endure them every day. There is a whole sector of my profession dedicated to it for this very reason. So, you know, let's not play the game and let's not pretend. Now, that being said, let's jump right into it. Um, be realistic. The first thing you need to do if you find yourself in a situation where you are, you and your spouse are talking about separation or talking about divorce is you need to be realistic, right? You know the state of your relationship, not what it was, not what you hope it can get back to. What is the state of your relationship in that very moment, right? And be completely honest with yourself. You know whether or not this shit is going to be amicable. You know. You absolutely know. You know right then and there whether or not this is something that you can approach amicably or if this is something that you know is going to be adversarial. You know this. You know yourself. You know the nature of your relationship and you know your spouse. Period. Lean into what you know. Trust what you know. Uh, I've seen very often, and like I said, this Dirty John shit was just a, a reminder of the way women love to romanticize situations. You have to really take separating at face value, especially when um, you are headed for a divorce. Take it as exactly what it is. And if you guys are not um, divorcing for just some real amicable reasons, then hope for the best but prepare for the worst because the chances that it will become adversarial are, are, are much higher than they are lower. And, and I'm gonna leave it at that. But don't romanticize it, be prepared. Expect, expect, with, <laughs> expect the truth, you know what I'm saying? Expect the truth. If y'all not in a good space, please don't think that going through this divorce is, is going to somehow help you find some amicable space. It's not. If, y'all, if you know y'all are already petty, expect this shit to get pettier. Like, you know who you're dealing with and you know who you are. So take all that shit at face value. Um, even if you are in a situation where you can have an amicable divorce, hear me the fuck out because this shit is relevant for you too. Trust your spidey senses. Trust them. Your intuition is like the gatekeeper. It is telling you everything you need to know and very often shit you don't want to hear. But listen to it. It's not lying to you. If your spidey senses are telling you that the relationship feels off, it is off. You're not making that up. It's off. Have a conversation. Sit down. Figure out why it's off, right? If your spidey senses are telling you that the reason it's off is infidelity I'm going to go ahead and tell you to go ahead and evaluate the budget see if you can afford to pay a private eye to get proof get proof get proof if if your spidey senses are telling you that this is rooted in infidelity get the fucking proof Um, If the budget doesn't allow for a PI, you know, sit down and talk to your friends. Women, (laughs) women are very good. The FBI ain't got shit on us. If there's something to find, we can fucking find it. But get yourself some proof and then believe the proof. 
then believe the fucking proof. Don't don't do all of that. Get the proof and then try to talk yourself out of it or make it seem like the proof is being made up and everybody is just, you know, spoon feeding you bullshit. Believe the proof. When you have the evidence, believe it. Believe it and tuck that shit away. Cuz that's going to be your wild card. That's your joker. That is what you're going to lean on during your divorce proceedings if shit hits the fan. If shit hits the fan. Now remember, first things first, we're being realistic about our situation. Second thing, we're trusting our spidey senses. How did we get here? Why are we now on the road to divorce? If you find yourself in a situation on the road to divorce where you know the disconnect is something that you can work out, do that. Get some counseling, get some professional help, and sort that shit out. Sort that shit out. A lot of things really are, you know, just poor communication and poorer comprehension. Um, so if you find that your spidey senses lead you to a place where there is a remedy, go get help and fix the situation and save your marriage. Support that 1,000%. But if you find yourself in a space where your spidey senses are telling you that there's some bullshit afoot, baby, baby <laughs> your spidey senses are not lying to you and you need to go ahead believe that lean into that trust that get the proof you need and tuck that shit away and don't tuck it away in your fucking house tuck it away at the best friend's house you know your mom's house you know depending on you depending on your relationship between your mom and, and your spouse you know if you got one of those mothers that think that a husband is the most important thing on planet earth don't put it at her house either because she ain't fucking trustworthy i said what i said but excuse me find a you know find a safe haven where you can tuck these these documents away because you may end up needing them sooner than later next thing the hard documents the hard documents that you and your your spouse have been accumulating throughout the entirety of your marriage so you you want to talk about if you if you guys have a prenup Nine times out of ten, you haven't seen that prenup since you signed it. Get your hands on that prenup and get a copy of that prenup. And study that prenup. Study that prenup. If you are quite confident that you're on your way to divorce, you may as well go ahead and hire an attorney and get them a copy of that prenup sooner than later. You want to go through that prenup with a fine-tooth comb. You want to see what you are absolutely entitled to. Um, you want to see what kind of uh, caveats are in there that might... Um, cause you to no longer be entitled to something. Um, you want to see what kind of caveats are in there that may get you entitled to more than, than you would have gotten otherwise. Um, but you want to be on top of what's already in that prenup. You want to know, you want your own copy. So get that copy, put that in your safe haven. Um, like I said, sit with an attorney, you know, if you're at that phase and have that attorney do the research. <laughs> Get prepared for the things. Um, listen to your lawyer. <laughs> get a lawyer and listen to your lawyer. I'm going to tell you that more than once today. Get a lawyer and listen to your lawyer. Get a lawyer and listen to your lawyer. Next thing, bank accounts. If you guys have joint bank accounts, remember I told you one of the things I experienced personally from a work, a work standpoint is having women call saying that their joint bank accounts had been cleared out and they had no idea. And they were like just completely caught off guard. Um, if you have joint bank accounts, I will say this first of all. I don't think that 
anybody should have all of their money in a joint bank account. That is my personal opinion. At the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, you do what's best for you and your family, um, but I am not a proponent of that. However, if you are in a situation where um, all of your money or uh, a mass amount of your money is in a joint bank account, you need to start moving that shit. You need to start moving it. You need to start moving it. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. And, and this was the shit that really hurt me that I always had to tell these women. There's nothing I can do about it. He can take all of the money out of your joint bank account. You both have that right. He just beat you to it. You literally have to just be the first one to do it. And it's fucked up and all that. And when you're romanticizing the nature of a divorce... You don't want to do shit like that. You're like, oh, well, you know, what if? And I don't want to be that person. What if? If you are <laughs> if you are headed for a divorce, start moving that fucking money. Because I promise you he will. I promise you he will. He will. And I'm not telling you to take all the money, especially if you're a, non, um, a non-working spouse. I'm not telling you to take all the money. And I don't say especially as... I don't say especially for the purpose of diminishing any spouse who takes care of the home because there is an absolute value to that. Um, I'm saying that as somebody that works for my money, I would be, I'd probably shoot shit up. And I'm saying, <laughs> don't put yourself, in, don't put yourself in a situation that could possibly put you in, in you know, bodily harm's way. So start moving the money, um, but maybe don't, I mean, unless you, unless you like me, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm a wild motherfucker. Real talk, if this shit was me and we getting a divorce, I'm moving all this shit. I'm moving all of it. Come see me about it. Come fucking see me about it. Straight like that. Because it's gonna be me, couple motherfuckers I know, and, you know, I believe in the Second Amendment, so you, you better talk to me nice, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You better talk to me real nice. Don't talk to me fucking crazy, you know? So to the point is start moving the money. I know many women are taught to have a mad fund, um, which is basically you should have been putting money aside the whole marriage um, to begin with. So if you were raised that way, then good for you. You got one up on on some women. Um, But if you weren't raised that way and you know that divorce is impending and you guys have... The, the majority of your your money in, in a joint account, start moving that shit. Start moving that shit now. Especially if your spouse is a business owner. Especially if your spouse is a business owner. Because the minute they start to co-mingle those funds with their business funds, it's going to be that much harder for you to get it. It's going to be that much harder for you to get access to it. So make sure you start moving money. Make sure that you are making copies of the bank statements or printing copies of the bank statements. I know we're all online people now and nobody really, you know, has physical copies of bank statements anymore. But go ahead and do that. Print those bank statements out. The dates on those bank statements are going to be important. The balances on those bank statements are going to be important. And obviously the, the, the transactions on those statements are going to be important. Put those in your safe haven place. Um, if you have personal accounts and your spouse is your POA or your POD on that account, the minute you know you are divorce bound, you need to walk into your local branch and change that shit that day. Period. Point blank period. Even if you're not fucking sure, 
you change that shit immediately. If they have POA on that account, then they can move your money as if it's their own. POA is power of attorney. If they have POD on that account, that's pay on death. That means when you die, they would still be the one to get your money as opposed to you being able to leave that money to your child or your parent or whatever beneficiary you designate. Um, they would still be the one to get that money. So if you find that you are headed for divorce and you have a POA or POD on your bank account that is in the name of your spouse, take that shit off that day. Utilize your lunch break to get that shit changed. Point blank period. Don't even start a step on that. Um, life insurance. You want to update your beneficiary ASAP, no Rocky. Like, update that shit. Because, again, you know, you don't want your spouse to still be the person receiving your life insurance upon your death. Also, you don't want to give them a reason to kill you. That shit sounds crazy and morbid, but listen, we all got cable or streaming services between Lifetime, Investigation Discovery, um, you know, documentaries. We all know that people kill for life insurance all the fucking time. And I'm sorry, I've, I've just watched way too many docs of people not just knowing how to leave the marriage. They, they, they got to have the life insurance policy too. So make sure that that person is no longer the beneficiary. Um, and that takes a little longer than changing the beneficiaries on your, your bank accounts. Also change that because it's not just POA and POD. You can also have beneficiaries on your account. Just make sure all of that shit is not in their name. Um, like I said, life insurance, it takes a little longer because that is a snail mail process uh, where you have to mail in some documents, but just get on it ASAP and don't be afraid to use the express services that the USPS has to offer. You want to get that shit sorted as soon as possible. You really want to get everything out of your spouse's name um, that is yours and yours alone as soon as possible, as soon as possible. Um, if you have assets, you need to get your estate documents updated. First of all, you need to have estate documents. If you have assets and you don't have estate documents, you are playing a real finicky game um, because dying intestate really is a wild fucking gambit um, depending on what state you're in. You could find yourself, you know, God forbid, you know, worst case scenario, you die while you're in the process of this divorce and you die intestate and you have, you know, just property and money and all these things and you live in a state where your spouse <laughs> inherits your estate if you die intestate. Your spouse is going to get everything. You're going to be turning over in your fucking grave, yo. You're going to be like the fucking chickens on the rotisserie at the fucking caridad, turning mad slow, burning in your fucking grave, knowing that your spouse has all your shit because you didn't get your paperwork in order. So if you have assets, make sure you get you know, will, trust if you need it, um, health, health proxies, get all that shit in order. Get your estate paperwork in order. Um, if you do have it, then you need to get that shit updated immediately. You need to call your lawyer, get an appointment as soon as possible, get that shit updated, signed, notarized, and again, in the safe haven. That is obviously going to also be on file at your attorney's office, so, you know, at least that has two safe havens but get that shit updated immediately do not play the game update your health proxy form if you are on you know again if you are on your way to divorce 
That is not the person you want to have the final decision on your health. They could pull the plug just to get access to your fucking money. Like, this shit sounds fucked up, and I hate that this conversation is even required, but I refuse to sit around and keep watching women romanticize some real shit. And then when shit hits the fan, you know, they're just in fucked up positions, and honestly, there's nothing we can do for them because, believe it or not, the spouse has done nothing wrong. He's done something. He or she has done something immoral, unethical, and just fuck. But they haven't done anything legally wrong. And so we really can't do anything about that. So, you know, you definitely want to make sure that you get your health proxy form updated ASAP. And that takes no time. Just go into your your local clinic or your doctor's office. You don't even have to see your actual doctor. You need to talk to the front desk person. Just tell them, hey, I want to update my health proxy. Sign. Let them know who will be making decisions for you in the event that you are unable to and they refile it right then and there, it is done and done. And I know, like I said, this is like the last shit anybody really want to be talking about, but this shit's important. This shit's important. Like, we cannot keep romanticizing shit, and we damn sure keep can't keep tap dancing around shit that, um, that we need to know. So make sure that you handle that. Um, if you have a blended family, especially if you have a blended family, you really, really, really need to state documents, and you really, really need to stay on top of them. Um, I remember when I used to um, do estate work um, in Kansas City. I had, you know, I had a client, older gentleman. Uh, he and his wife were older, um, so they they were they were like Brady. They were a Brady family. They were very blended. And I did both their will and I think I did their will and their trust. Yeah, I think I did both. I can't remember. It's been a while, but I know I did their will. Um, and, you know, she wanted to leave things for her children. He wanted to leave things for his children. They wanted to make sure that, you know, their separate assets stayed separate, uh, that their blended assets were distributed equitably. Um, so when you have a blended family, you really want to be on top of your estate planning. You want to make sure that um, you, that that the plan just is what you want it to be, right? If, if the end of the day, y'all are cool with everything being equitably split across all the kids, then great, easy breezy. Um, but have that shit in writing. That way, that it's clear, concise. You know, no one has to no one has to sort that shit out. Um, and, and you just you just want to stay on top of that with a blended family there's it's just so much that can go wrong especially as you start to enter divorce some things have been co-mingled some things haven't you know maybe this was supposed to be in trust for this child um but you took it out because you wanted to see if you could you know grow the value of it and then put it back in trust but now it's been co-mingled in your marital assets listen all the things all the things hire a lawyer listen to your lawyer hire a lawyer listen to your lawyer Get an estate lawyer, get a get a divorce attorney, hire a lawyer, listen to your lawyer. There's a reason that we are not free, and there's a reason that we are expensive. Cause shit like this, so that so that your shit doesn't have to go up in smoke when you know when life comes at you fast. Um, work benefits. You want to go into your HR department um, and make sure that you update the beneficiary on your 401k and on your pension plan. Um, and your life insurance plan. If those things are in your spouse's name um, and, you know, divorce, <laughs> next stop is divorce, then you definitely want to update that. You don't 
Again, you don't want them reaping the benefits of your life or your hard work if this shit is going left. Like, nah. <laughs> so stay on top of that. That should take no time at all. At this point, most HR documents are available online, so you honestly might just be able to log on to whatever your HR portal is and update that shit while while you're taking your shit. So <laughs> if not, if, you're, if your place of business is like smaller or really old school, pop into your HR office the next day. Like the day you know that this is probably headed for divorce, um, even headed for separation, go update, go update those documents the very next day. You need to pop into your HR office and get that shit updated. Um, golden rule, and I cannot emphasize this enough, shut the fuck up shut the fuck up you should not be talking to anybody um that isn't your friend and let me tell you who your friend is your friend is not anybody you met through your spouse that's not your fucking friend your friend is not anybody related to your spouse that's not your fucking friend that's not your friend your friend is not anybody that is married or in a serious relationship with anybody who hangs out with your spouse. That's not your fucking friend. Now, I don't mean that they're not your friend in general, but I'm saying for the purposes of your divorce, these people are not your fucking friend. These people are a filter of information, of, of ways that information can get back to your spouse, intentionally or not. You could be at brunch, too much to drink, still shut the fuck up. Because if you say the wrong thing, to your homegirl and maybe she's not somebody who can shut her fucking mouth when she's drunk she gets home she pillow talks oh boy next time he sees your spouse he's like yo wifey said ah, 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 and now exactly now he knows what he shouldn't know so shut the fuck up um if it's in the budget i strongly suggest that you get um a therapist immediately one, because this person is going to be able to give you the tools you need to be emotionally strong as you endure this divorce, right? Because a divorce is, is not just losing your husband or your wife or losing your marital home. It's really the mourning of, of a whole, you know, piece of your life. Um, and, and that shit is emotional and it's fucking traumatic and it's difficult and it's hard and it causes all kinds of reactions, you know, expected and unexpected. So if you can get some professional help right out from the gate, that, that's gonna help you. That's gonna help you, you know, really just try to deal with things in the best way possible. Um, additionally, anything you say to this person is privileged so they can't repeat it. So you don't have to worry about that shit getting out because they can't say anything. Again, get a lawyer because you can vent to your lawyer. We're gonna bill you just like your therapist. However, we can't say anything. We're bound by privilege. So you get to vent without worrying about that information ever getting out. But please, please, please shut the fuck up. Don't tell, you know, don't talk about uh, any of the documents you've been collecting. Don't talk about any money you've been moving. Don't talk about updating. You don't talk about any of the documents you've updated. You know, don't talk about any of that shit. Anything that you've been doing to get yourself prepared for this divorce needs to be between you, your your most high, um, an actual safe haven friend, um, if necessary, 
a therapist, a lawyer. Keep it as small as possible. The, the least, the less, excuse me, amount of people you talk to, the better for you. That's gonna, that's gonna better position you. Um, yeah, so sh shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. You just, you don't want to talk to anybody that's going to get shit sent back to your spouse. Like, that was another one of the things that really stood out in Dirty John. Every time the women went to brunch, you know, they're chit-chatting, telling each other, each other's business. These women are going home, you know, they're pillow talking. Then the guys are meeting up at the club, and it's like, they're talking shit. Now they know more than they should know. And at the end of the day, even when it's amicable, you want to protect your upper hand, period. There's no other way to put it. Um, so those are just some really, really important, hopefully valuable tips and tricks for anyone who is unfortunately finding themselves on the road to divorce. Um, yeah, I just... Like I said, I, I don't wish divorce on anybody. I, I don't I don't have a lot of divorce in my family, in all honesty. I think I've only had one divorce on either side of my family and everyone else that's been married is either still married or is a widow. Um, so I, I don't have a lot of divorce in my family, but I've seen it. Um, I've seen the kind of toll it takes on people uh, which is another reason why I'm a huge advocate of getting help as soon as possible. Um, a lot of people really struggle to move on from divorce. Um, if you watch the Dirty John season two with the Brodericks, you'll see, you know, probably one of the worst examples of that. And it's it's just it's not it's not helpful. It doesn't do you any good if you have children. It certainly doesn't doesn't do them any good. Um, all that being said. If you find yourself in these situations, I do hope that these tips are helpful to you. If you know someone in this situation, please, please, please share this episode of the podcast with them. Um, and yeah, let's try to pick it up and end on a brighter note. Um, Juneteenth is around the corner. I've seen more events scheduled for Juneteenth this year than I have ever seen in my entire adult life. So I'm very, very excited about that unfortunately the juneteenth shirts that i wanted to drop i'm not going to be able to get them out in time i'm still going to release them because we're black all year round uh but i'm not going to be able to get them out in time just because the vendor i was switching to yeah nah not so much man not so much <laughs> it's the things aren't working out the way i thought they were going to work out with the new vendor and so i am probably going to need to default back to my original vendor which does not allow me time to get those shirts to you guys in a timely fashion. But I'm still going to put them out because I adore them, and it's Black History 365, goddammit. Um, if you have not copped Black Girl SOS merch, uh, com. The link is available on the Instagram page. Um, thank you for rocking with me. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all for listening, for tuning in, or for watching whatever platform you're watching on. And until next time, y'all have a good one. Peace.